Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. The captain delivers late in Game 7. The thing that burns him is wanting to win a Stanley Cup. That's a win-win-win for the organization and a win-win-win for the people of Edmonton. Leon Dreisaitl, 50th of the year. That's exciting for the fans of Edmonton. They deserve it. Zach Hyman. Jay Woodcroft has done an amazing job. The people in our organization got a taste for playing hockey in the month of June, but I don't think anybody's satisfied with just that. Connor McDavid has won the Battle of Alberta for Edmonton in overtime. And this is Oilers Now. With Bob Stoffer, brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad. button right there how we doing are we ready to get going here uh, i think we are i think we know who we're gonna play it's gonna be the edmonton Oilers and the los angeles kings john shannon tweeting out uh monday night uh, will be game one at rogers place this is oilers now let's get after it oilers now brought to you by world of spas hey can after a long day world of spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind rest recover and relax with world of spas alberta's number one swim spa dealer uh, visit worldofspas.com Coming up on today's show, a recap of the Oilers' uh, regular season concluding uh, game against the San Jose Sharks. Edmonton winning 5-2, to two, finishing with the all-time best power play in NHL history in a single season at 32.4%. Connor McDavid getting an assist, finishing the year with 153 points. Um, the only players in NHL history more than that in a single year Wayne Gretzky, Mario Lemieux, and Steve Eiserman. And Eiserman did it in a very high-scoring 88-89 season that saw four different players break the 150-point plateau. Uh, you know, it was good. Leon Dreisaitl, 32nd power play goal of the season last night. Evan Bouchard, he's a happy man. He hit for a $425,000 bonus last night. It's always a good thing. It'll have to uh, carry over for the Oilers. But the bottom line is this. Edmonton, for the first time in 36 seasons, got to 50 wins. The team finished the regular season 14-0-1. On uh, January the 9th, January the 9th was the date the Edmonton Oilers were in Los Angeles that day, and we were at the 41-game mark, 
And I'd mentioned on Twitter that the Edmonton Oilers have been a second-half team the last few seasons. In 1920, the Oilers went 2017 and 4, 537 winning percentage. That was the pandemic year, but in the final 31 games before the pandemic, they had a 650 winning percentage and went 17, 8, and 5. In 2021, the team was taking on a little bit of water early in the year, only a 56 game scad, started the year 17 11, then went 18 8 and 2. So had a 678 winning percentage in the second half. Last year, uh, the Oilers started the year 22-16-3. Of course, they were 16-5 at one point, but 22-16-3. It's a 573 winning percentage in the first half. They went 27-11-3, a 695 winning percentage. This season, the Oilers started 21-17-3, and, and then they got beaten 6-3 by the L.A. Kings. And man, oh, man, if you'd seen my timeline after that game last night, there was some upset. Oh, it's time for you, idiot. It's bad enough I hear that at home. Do I need to hear that from the average listener? Uh, and it, we got a lot of great listeners. So there's no such there, You have an average host. Uh, but, you know, the orders actually it, it dropped to 21-18-3 after that game against L.A. Technically, they had the best winning percentage in the NHL in the final 40, uh, 40 games. But the final 41 games of the year, the, uh, the Edmonton Oilers pulled off. That was a pretty good mark. Pretty good. 29-6-6. A 780 points percentage in the second half of the year. Final 41 games. So again, the last four years, it's been good. 650, 678, 695, 780. That's, that 780 number is a good number if you're from Edmonton. You know what I'm saying? Because I think we live in the 780, don't we? Anyhow, 14-0-1 uh, in the final 15 games. The number one ranked offense, the number one ranked power play on the season in the NHL. Obviously in the final 15 games too. In the final 15 games, the second best penalty killing in the league. And the third best defense overall. Stuart Skinner, he finished the year 14-1-1 and broke Grant Fuhr's uh, record. Club record with his 29th victory as a rookie goaltender. He is 100% all day in the rookie of the year conversation for the Calder Trophy. All right, uh, here's what we got shaken. Uh, Al May is going to join us, longtime Washington Capitals broadcaster, keeps an eye on all things Oiler, great storyteller. He'll be coming down the pipe at 12:35 today at 105. You. We'll go to calls, we'll go to texts, we'll go to emails. Here's how you can reach us. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. Bring the heat this summer as the River Cree Resort and Casino brings you their inaugural outdoor music festival, the best and biggest summer outdoor concert for two nights, July 7th and July 8th. It features rock and country lineups. Tickets are on sale. Uh, they've begun over at the River Creek Resort and Casino. Excitement, bet on it. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. We're on Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Uh, Brendan Escott is, uh, he's taking a little junket for a couple days, but uh, you can reach Brendan at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Special thanks for Derek Scott for filling in today. As we go to today's top story for legacy heat and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Off day for the Oilers today, the L.A. Kings in a rematch of last year's seven-game thriller that went Edmonton's way. Puck brought in by Yanmark. Comes down the left wing. He'll drive in front of the net. Poke check. Scott! 
Rutgers. Left side to McDavid. Into the corner. Pass across. Dreisaitl scores! Leon Dreisaitl with a one-timer from a sharp angle. And it's 2-0 Edmonton. Lawrence after it in the left-wing corner. To the side of the goal. Played on net save. Rebound scores. Noah Gregor at the side of the goal goes upstairs. And the Sharks cut the oiler lead to 2-1. Ekholm will bring it back in on the left wing. Across to Yamamoto. In front to Dreisaitl. The shot. Scores! Evan Bouchard followed it up. But played out through the middle. Shorthanded breakaway. Here's Matthias Yanmark. Yanmark. The backhand scores! Point Couture gets in front of Peterson. Now over to Hurdle. Shoot, scores. Hurdle off the right side. Lawrence was in front of the net. That may have gone off of him. Kane forced to the left corner. We'll go in behind the San Jose net. Give it to CeCe on the right wing point. On the right side. In front of the net. Scores! Evander Kane gets the pass from Dreisaitl. He goes right upstairs. And the Oilers are up. That's the guy the Oilers got to get going here, and that's Evander Kane. And given the amount of time that he has missed this season, this is his 41st game. He's got 16 goals now. It's a 32-goal pace on the whole season and the severity of the injury. Drysaddle with his third point of the game. Edmonton up 5-2. Edmonton Oilers with the 5-2 win here over the Sharks. Nine straight wins. Ties a franchise record. And they get their 50th victory. They haven't done that since 86-87. Five to the final. Oilers over the Sharks. Edmonton getting set for the Stanley Cup playoffs. Those were the dulcet tones of Cam Moon. That's the last game he's going to call. Jack Michaels will have all the play-by-play for you on the playoffs. Of course, Jack did 65 regular season games on TV for NHL Hockey and Rogers. I just wanted to put a special shout-out to all the folks that... Uh, helped us uh the various producers that uh, worked with us during the year as as on the intermission panels uh ontario oil guy says bob do you have to channel your inner oj simpson a la the hertz airport commercials to leave your radio gig and get to your tv gig only at home uh eighth floor to the fourth floor and uh you know i think the less we talk about oj simpson these days probably the better um I just remember Mookie Mitchell being on uh, Total Sports back in the day. And I, I go, what do you think, Mookie? Do you think OJ did it? And he go, I don't know if he done it, but he know who done it. <laughs> it was one of the funniest things I've ever heard a guy say. Oh, wow. Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, that was the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, specialized to work with your business. Outfit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton in Fort uh, McMurray. Let's get to some post-game comments. The Oilers beat San Jose 5-2, 14-0-1, 9 straight victories. Here's Jay Woodcroft, Oilers head coach. He says the team did their job. The task was to get the win, and our players went out and did that. Um, probably the, one of the things I liked the best was that we locked it down in the third period. I, didn't th- you know, I think the second period was our best period by any stretch. Um, but I liked the way we played in that third period to lock them down and, and kind of put the game out of reach. Oilers outshot San Jose 19-3 to in the third period. Uh, the Oilers, hey, they're on a 14-0 run run. Team's playing well heading to the playoffs. I like the rhythm that our team is in. And, um, you know, I think um, we 
we've been a team here down the stretch that's been finding ways to win. It's not always perfect. We make some mistakes here and there, but um, I think there's a real belief in each other and uh, what the opportunity before us is. Stuart Skinner will marry it. Serious uh, Calder Trophy consideration. Here's the Oilers head coach on his rookie goalie. You know, he looks locked in. We've uh, managed his games. We've managed his minutes. He's a young man in the prime of his career. And, um, you know, he's uh, he, he's a pretty mature guy and, and doesn't get too high or too low. But uh, I'm sure he's excited about the win tonight. As for Stuart Skinner, uh, he had these comments post-game on breaking Grant Fuhrer's record, getting his 29th win as a rookie goaltender means a lot obviously being uh, you know recognized in the same sentence as, as Grant Fear. I mean uh, growing up in Edmonton all you heard about is how fantastic of a goalie he is competitor I mean he's a Hall of Fame goalie one of the best goalies to ever play the game um, <clears throat> so it's really cool moment. One thing about Stuart Skinner uh, he knows this market and uh, you know what he knows the impact uh, the fans have in the playoffs. I've been around it for quite a while here. Um, I mean, it's so much fun. Everyone in every store that you go to is wearing Oilers jerseys. Uh, I mean, I was here. Uh, I had the privilege to be here during the playoff run, and uh, especially in the third round there, like, I thought the building was going to just crumble, how, fa how loud the fans were. And um, I'm really excited that I'm actually able to be in the room for that and uh, be on the ice for that. So I can't wait. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun and uh, use the energy uh, that the fans give us. All right. Meanwhile, Connor McDavid spoke after last night's game. He had these thoughts on the team going into the playoffs hot. Yeah, it's been good. You know, obviously we uh, feel good about our game heading into uh, the most important time of year. Um, obviously we're excited. We believe that, uh, you know, momentum is, is a thing and, and, and you can carry it into the playoffs. So, you know, I thought our game tonight was, uh, was solid, um, you know, and, uh, and we continue our strong run um, into, uh, into the playoffs. And McDavid uh, was asked, "Is this the most playoff-ready Oilers team that he's been on?" More mature. We've been uh, we've been there. Um, you know, we've 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 taken it a step further now. Um, you know, with last year, and and uh, you know, those are all learning experiences. You know, we, we like we talked about kind of a, a couple um, a week ago now. You know, those are all learning experiences that uh, you need to put into good use now. Bottom line here: uh, first time in 50 years the Oilers have won. Or sorry, first time in 36 years, the Oilers have won 50 games, coming in on a nine-game winning streak, 14-0-1 in the last 15. They won their final. Uh, I think they went 14-0-1 in their last 15 against the Pacific as well. The Oilers will play the LA Kings. I want you to think about something right here. I, I mentioned how important Evander Kane is. It's a simple thing. I'll throw it out there. The Oilers were 0-2 when Evander Kane was not in the lineup. In the two games that he played against L.A., in the first period in Edmonton, he had seven hits. In the first period in L.A., he had five hits. And the Oilers won 2-0 and played a patient, physical game. And every hit they made left an investment. Edmonton's got a bigger, heavier team. And there were moments in last year's playoff where, you know what, L.A. got a little greasy. The Oilers are much better equipped to deal with that. And at the end of the day, they still have the star power. And they still have Connor McDavid that can, as the series goes on, go up against the 35-year-old Andre Kopitar, as good a player as Kopitar has been. He's not Connor McDavid at the height of his powers. And Connor has the ability to drag players like that into the deep water, and it's over. I would not be... I know there's a lot of people... I respect Todd McClellan. He's, I think he's an excellent coach. 
LA's had a really good season, but the Oilers were the better team the final two times the teams played. And I Evan has just got to do what they do as far as I'm concerned. You tell me what you think. Texas on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. We'll come back with NHL today when we return on Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. This text comes in, Bob, how's it going? I can't believe so many people all of a sudden switched to being scared of the Winnipeg Jets just because of their goalie. The Jets play loose and they're not very good. People were like, oh, I want to play the LA Kings. The LA Kings says this text are going to be more, they're going to make it difficult in Edmonton. I can't believe people would rather play LA than Winnipeg, but we got LA, now let's go see what the boys can do. Now that's a text that's come in on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. Um... I think the Oilers showed what they could do against L.A. Those were two huge games that both teams were going for. Now, L.A. was down a couple bodies. Kevin Fiala did not play. He's a difference maker on the third line, but he has been in and out of the lineup with a lower body injury. Playoff hockey's hard and physical. If he's in, he's going to get hit. I'm telling you that right now. The Oilers are a different team. They're a bigger, heavier team. They did not have, in the games, the two games that L.A. won earlier in the season, they didn't have a Vander Kane. They didn't have Nick Bukestead, third-line guy. They did not have, uh, let's see, they didn't have Kyler Yamamoto the first time the two teams played. Um, and they didn't have Matthias Ekholm and Vincent D'Arnais on defense. How different does the Oilers team look with Matthias Ekholm, who finished plus 28 in 21 games? Evan Bouchard's a different player as well. And then they got Dayerney. Like, they didn't have those guys. And when they had them, the Kings scored one goal in two games. Okay? Edmonton showed they could play defense, too. Now, Corpus Ellis played very good against Edmonton when he was with Columbus. Stole a game in Edmonton 3-2. He stole that game. I think the Oilers had 39 shots, and he made 30. They might have had 36 shots, and he made 34 saves. And then the game in Columbus, Jack Campbell had a tough start, got pulled after four against. The Oilers were down 4 nothing, and then proceeded to get a fuselage of shows, uh, shots on goal over the final few minutes of that game, final 35 minutes of that game, and were unlucky to have lost 6-4. to four. And Corpus Allo was good. But again, when Edmonton focused on... The team's on a nine-game winning streak. In the final seven games of the season, the Oilers gave up six goals against. They didn't play the greatest teams. But one of the teams that they played twice during that stretch was the LA Kings, who, may I reiterate, only scored one goal in those two games. All right, let's get to NHL today. It is presented by our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here we go. Uh, Dallas Aikens has been relieved of his duties after four seasons as head coach of the Anaheim Ducks. Brian Burke, friend of the show, was on the show weekly for two and a half seasons. And Ron Hextall, Burke the president, Hextall the general manager, they have been relieved of their duties with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Would not surprise me if you see Brian Burke back with Sportsnet for the playoffs. It could happen that quickly. Uh, 
Craig McTavish, former Edmonton Oilers general manager and head coach, was in an assistant coach position with the St. Louis Blues. Their power play dropped from 5th to 30th in the NHL this year. They had Jim Montgomery last year on their staff. Uh, staff. Craig McTavish and... Uh, Mike Van Ryan will not be back. Now, Mac, he's well into his 60s, so sometimes it's a year-by-year thing. Those are a couple of the early moves that have occurred around the uh, National Hockey League. So some of the bigger names. Andre Turgay, the head coach of the Arizona Coyotes, will be Canada's head coach at the upcoming IIHF World Hockey Championship. It is 1228 in Edmonton. We're going to head off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn. And when we come back in Oilers Now, Alan May.